Hello, everyone. We're glad you found us and welcome to our podcast at antiqueauctionforum.com. We hope you find this show entertaining and informative. idea what I'm going to say, but here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Martin with the Antique Auction Forum, and I have a repeat guest today, and I'm talking to him because he has a lot of changes since the last time we talked. This is Paul Brown from Auction Kings in Atlanta, Georgia. How you doing, Paul? Hey, good morning. How are you, Martin? Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, welcome back. And uh, so you, you were picked up for season two. So excited happened right around Christmas time last year. Um, I started getting well. I started getting some some sort of feeler calls from from the network and the production company. You know, gauging uh, my interest in a second season and kind of asking about what my auction schedule looked like for 2011. So mm-hmm. you know, two plus two equals four usually, and I'm not suspected that, that meant they were probably gonna you know engage me for a second season. And they did, and uh, we've reached an agreement, and we've been filming ever since. They got back about uh, first of this year. Now, does the crew just stay in a hotel room the whole time? Yes. Last year, last year we filmed more or less from March to October, Mm -hmm. Um, and they stayed in a hotel about a mile from from Gallery 63, and basically holed up there. This year, they rented condos. And uh, more or less in the same area, about maybe a mile and a half away. So it's much more convenient for them. So you got to remember this crew, and we've become very close, mind you, because they've been, you know, we, we've been more or less, you know, under each other's skin for almost two years now. Mm. And uh, we've become close, but it, it, they were living out of a hotel, so now it's much better. But they have uprooted their lives. I mean, two or three of them are from California, some ones from Kentucky, ones from Florida. They're from all over the country. And, uh, and they've sort of made Atlanta their second home now, and, and a lot of them like it, and I'm, I'm happy for them. They, we get along really well. They like our environment here in Atlanta, and uh, I mean, I'm happy to have them, and I'm real glad they're out of that hotel room. That must have been a bad yeah. burden of living in a hotel room for six months, you know? Oh, that's amazing. Now, uh, how many... Anything, you know? Where are you going to keep your stuff? It's just too much. Uh, it's too much. Yeah, yeah, but that's part of... I'm sure they know that's part of the gig when they took the job, yeah. you know? Right, yeah. and obviously, yeah, don't weep for them. They signed up for their job, and they signed up for it. But still, I, you know, I think it's um, it's remarkable that they are. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that people do it. I'm glad I'm glad they're doing it, and uh, and I've gotten. I mean, we've become kind of close friends. It's really nice. I like them all. Yeah. How many would you say that uh, actually are involved in the crew that film? Okay. Well, the day to day crew here is about nine. Wow. Um, Twelve as we get closer to auction. Boy, an actual auction day. It must be in the. It must be in the twenties. I mean, they're everywhere. I'm. I'm, I'm dodging them. I'm like, I'm like stepping over <laughs> them and ducking under them. Uh, but day to day, it's about nine. We've got at least four camera uh, people. I'm not sure what the technical PD term is, but whatever cameraman and uh, you know a sound guy, a couple of PAs, two producers. Yeah, there's there's darn near ten of them here day to day. Wow. And, yeah. But you know, it, it, I tell you what's nice is the same crew uh, signed on for the second season. And, and to me, I mean, I, I, I think that is, you know, that made me feel good in the heart. You know, they, they were here, they lived with us for six months, and uh, everybody signed on to come back. And, and you know, in, in the world of TV, I've learned people, it's a short-term 
jobs are very short term. I mean, yes. you're, you're, you're on one job one, one, one time and a completely different job the next month. So That's right. Yeah. Being able to stay together and you know, chose to stay together and were available to stay together is remarkable. Now, we did lose uh, uh, about a month into it with us the director of photography from last season, Mark LaFleur, and he was replaced uh, by Fritz, who had been here the whole time. He kind of got a promotion. And uh, so, yeah, one camera operator has come and gone. But, yeah, the new guy's good, and um, it's just the nature of the business. Yeah. You know, with that many people there, they do a very good job of staying out of the camera. <laughs> well, that's, listen, there's an, there's an art to that. And, uh, you know, I knew, I knew nothing. I knew less than nothing about the television business prior to this. And, you know, you, you learn a little bit in a year and a half of doing it. So, um, yeah, that, that, there's an art to that. And they definitely position themselves to get out of each other's way. Now, I'm sure on the cutting room floor back in L.A., there's plenty of shots of, of each other, you know, but yeah. they, they, they remove that for the broadcast, you know. So, okay, so they film here, and then they uh, they ship the digital Every to... single day, every really? single day, FedEx is come and go from Burbank, California. And I'm told, and I here's what's weird, Martin, check this out. I'm told that they're like, 30 people that work on my show, on my show, on Auction Kings, you know, every day. In other words, that's their dedicated job at, at, uh, at Authentic, at the production company, right? Wow. And they watch us, and, you know, we're on camera. There's three different cameras going pretty much all day, so it's about 20 hours a day of film. They shoot back to L.A. So these people, these 30 people, I've never met any of them in person. I met a couple of them on the phone, and but every once in a while, one of them will call and send me an email. And it's like they know us, but we don't. We don't know them. You know, fans. <laughs> uh, and it's yeah. Interesting to think that there are thirty people that you know. You probably get to know somebody if you watch them all day long on TV. You know, <laughs> or not on TV, on, on their monitors. That's right. And, uh, yeah. So it's a it's a large scale production that's going down here. This is by no means a you know sort of a low budget deal. There's a lot of folks that work real hard to make us look look nice. I guess you know. Mm -hmm. Now I can imagine that there's a lot of idle idle time where um, you know like nothing exactly is happening that's film worthy. Shoot, not in my day, brother. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, idle time is, is a uh, God. I wish I had some idle time. My days, I'm telling you, I, uh, my days are a flash and a blur. I, I wake up and you know, and immediately you know, I check my phone and there's you know, 19 more email messages from the time I went to bed. You know, and uh, you know, and they have a dozen texts and this and that. And, you know, the producers check in with me daily about this is what we have schedule. We've got these experts coming in, blah, blah, blah. And here's what happens. You know, we'll have a schedule, right, of certain experts that we bring in to film scenes with on various pieces that, you know, mm -hmm. we are, are, you know, show worthy, right? So that'll be scheduled. But then what, what, what is impossible to schedule is the trucks that pull in every day and the people that come in and open their trunk and they've got, you know, a vintage Les Paul or they've got you know, a signed mm -hmm. copy of uh, Moby Dick or some god, you know, crazy thing that you would love to have and love to teach you about. So then they have to, the camera has to, re, you know, remove themselves from whatever they thought they were going to do that day and focus on, you know, the, you know, sort of extemporaneous happenings of the gallery. It's kind of funny. It's like I always enjoyed the uh, the spontaneity of the business and like you're just saying, oh, yeah. you never know what's going to be happening next. And actually, it must be kind of fun for them too, because you know you have you might have something planned, but something even more interesting happens. You know, right, right, right. And you you hit it right in the head with the spontaneity of the industry. Our industry, 
by itself, by definition, is kind of oddball. I mean, you just yeah. don't know what's going to walk through that door or whom. Uh, That's right. And it's a big world, and it's been around a long time, and there's a lot of stuff in it, and everybody has <laughs> some. You know, everybody has some stuff. Yeah. And so now, of course, the te- and we were like this. I mean, I've been doing this. You know, I've talked. You know, we're both multi generation, uh, multi generational antique yeah. people, right? So we both know, and probably everybody else that's in our business, in our shoes, also knows that. But what, what y'all don't have, is, I've, God's been blessed me to have, is this exposure to what it is. People literally drive from all over the country every single day to come here and bring me stuff. Wow. It's unbelievable. You don't, you don't understand. I mean, I get, I get, I, every day, if somebody didn't come in from Ohio, I, evidently there's a lot of viewership in Ohio. For <laughs> every doggone thinking day. Well, I it's also a, warmer, warmer in uh, Atlanta than it is in Ohio, so you probably... Right, right. Yeah. And I get a lot of folks passing, passing through Georgia um, on the way to Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and if they're going to pass through Atlanta, by God, they want to come to Gallery 63. And, you know, of course, who, who am I to argue? I think that's a good strategy. And they bring me something. Yeah. And, uh... And a lot of times, it's, it's a good something. I mean, I've been getting some really, really, really amazing stuff. This season, too, that's going to air, I believe they're telling me, you know, this vague summer. So, you know, sometime this summer, season two will premiere. There are some great, great things on there that nobody else has even touched on. I mean, you and I, and I can't really give anything away because they asked me to, to not, mm-hmm. you know, in like an interview. But, you know, you, you know what it's like in this business. I mean, people whip out all kinds of crazy stuff, and and, um, and it's going to be really fun. I can't wait to, to, to show some of these episodes. But it's been a blessing for me. I count it every day. I mean, my life. Listen, when FedEx comes and UPS comes and the, mo- the postman comes every day, they got four and five boxes with them each. So we're up to about you know, eight and 12 boxes a day. Wow. Open the boxes, and, you know, it's just unbelievable stuff in there. And, I, of course, there are some. Sometimes I open up boxes, some of old paperback book collection, you know. And yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really, really <laughs> pleased. But I'm telling you, a lot of times it's great, great stuff. And it just adds, it's, it's like Christmas every day. I love it. Wow, wow. So let's go over what has changed since the last time we talked. Wow. Okay, let's see. Let's go over it. Well, first of all, the notion of... Uh, of free time has gone, you know, slap out the window for me. And I'm not complaining, but, you know, I used to, I own my own business. So that in and of itself, you know, as you probably aware, that, that takes a lot of time. But mm-hmm. I was able to always, you know, because I'm the boss, I could maybe cut out a little bit and, uh, you know, escape it a little bit and go do something for me, go work out, go run, go read, go whatever I wanted to do. Now, I mean, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, it's, it's a constant go go go, and uh, and I'm enjoying it. I mean, I, I I embrace it, but there is no free time. Um, you know, I get to work in the morning, and obviously there's ten people here working on the show, and then the you know, the show, my business has exploded, right? Hmm. Uh, and what I always like to say is like with every opportunity, and this is indeed a blessing and an opportunity, but with it comes its own set of challenges. Like sure. I came to work the other day at an auction. And there were 500 people lined up outside my door. <laughs> right? Hey, Martin, my building holds 300 people, right? So there's 500 there before we even open the doors. I'm going, where am I going to put all these people? But yeah. then I started thinking, I was like, you know, they're all here to spend money and have a good time. So it's just going to be a big old party. So, you know, I, I expanded the gallery a little bit. I, cut, not, I took down a wall. You know, I just, I've done little things along the way. Kind of, you know. Are you, are you breaking into... Are you breaking into your storage area to expand your floor? 
Uh, yes, I did. I, I check it out because I got a really cool building. It's just basically a big old metal building. It used to be a uh, Sunday school slash gymnasium. So there were some, some Sunday school rooms upstairs over half of the gallery, right? Hmm. And what I did is I cut a hole in the wall. I basically have club-level seating. I've got, like, gallery balcony seating now that I wow. never had. And so it's cool, and I keep those seats in my back pocket. So suppose my, my, my floor area fills up with people. I go out front, and I see, you know, some of my good old customers that have been coming and supporting me for years and years. I don't want to leave them standing. I really don't want to leave anybody standing out, but, you know, I'll grab a good customer and say, look, y'all come sit up here in the VIP in the club level seating, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of, it, it, it's kind of fun, you know? And that's just one thing. And I've had to take, I've had to build out an area, um, well, I've had to build out an area to sell T-shirts, because check it out, I sell about three or $400 worth of T-shirts a day, and, you know, that's nice, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how, how cool is that? Yeah. And, and so, but then I've had to build, so I built out a little, little T-shirt stand area, then I built out an intake area because it used to be John, um, my, my, well, I had a couple different guys that would drive trucks, John Picker, and they'd drive out and, you know, empty people's houses or storage buildings or whatnot. Now, we just open the door and stuff comes to us. But what happens, what, what was happening was it was just piling up. And front people would just come in and drop stuff off. So I now have this sort of intake receiving area. I don't know, it, it has evolved so much that everything has changed. But it's all good, you know, it's just, it's just a challenge. It's just a challenge. Now you've hired, uh, you've had to hire a few more uh, people. Um, yeah, since uh, since the show aired in October, October 26th is now what April? Oh my God, tax day! April, April 15th. Holy smoke! Oh yes. Uh, since then, I've hired uh, four full timers and one part timer, which is mostly a full timer anyway. But more or less five people, um, one person a month since October, I guess you know, or and um, or since November. And um, there's probably more more to come, you know. But I have to hire smart, right? You know, I just don't want to just you, when when you grow, you can grow fast, you can grow smart. I'm trying to grow smart. You That's know? right. That's right. I'm I'm working on uh, my next my next uh, big target to grow and improve is my internet website website you know component. I we're a little weak. That would be the weak link in our chain because I'm kind of old school anyway, right, Marm? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna but, talk to you about. Yeah, I'm I was going to talk to you about that um, because last time we spoke, um, we t we touched a little bit on uh, the possibility of online auctions. Have are okay, you yes. going to? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe heading that way, but there's there's a couple different different sort of barriers and obstacles to that that I've got to work through and make myself better. Again, first of all, I'm I'm old school bricks and mortar auction. I don't, you know, we literally carry across each piece we're selling. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. you want it, you come here, you bid, and you buy. And we do do a few phone bids as a courtesy, but it's just a, you know, kind of pain in the butt. So um, I don't do a lot of it. I will do some on a, you know, a good customer or you know, a high-end item. There's probably three or four phone bids, maybe five per auction. Um, mm -hmm. And I no longer produce a brochure, printed matter, because between the postage and the time it took me to make it and the printing cost, it just didn't justify the expense of, of having a basically – obsolete document the second it's printed, you know, so, sure. it, it, so I, that, I went, with that money, I hired a full-time web guy who is really just a kid, he's a good kid, he's, a, he's, he's just 21, and uh, yeah, he's got to learn a little bit, and uh, so I want to kind of improve my internet presence, mm -hmm. and that's going forward, I, and I may move into some online bidding, God knows there's no shortage of online bidding companies that would like to have me there, because there's like five of them that contact me all the time. Yeah, but it's I, an enormous, um, I've not... I, I did auctions for years, exactly what you you're, you do, and then uh, I moved. You know, 
I never did online auctions on my own, but when I started working with the company, they did. And I'll tell you what, it's uh, just to forewarn you, it's like 10 times the amount of work. And, uh, and it, it, but there is there is a way around that, and we can talk off off air about that right. a little bit. And I I realize there's a tremendous opportunity, and and potentially am I leaving some money on the table by by doing it my the old fashioned way? Yeah, probably. But let me tell you what, there's a flip side to that too. Okay, first of all, from the television standpoint, now you know it appears we're going to be on TV for quite a while. I've got I've got a real good relationship with Discovery these days, and they've got full faith and confidence, and and um, you know, usually, well, here's the deal with the statistics. Uh, 95% of all shows, not cable, not just auction shows, all shows historically, 95% of them do not get a second season, right? Mm. So we get a second season. Mm. Now, 80% of the shows that do get a second season get a third, fourth, and fifth, right? So well, mm. I've already passed the danger point. So I believe that we're going to, you know, be on for a while. Now, I tell you what, nothing would be more boring for TV than to watch a bank of, bank of people sitting at a terminal clicking bids from the Internet. It <laughs> doesn't make for good TV. Yeah. No, no screaming, no yelling, no waving, no jumping, no, no high-fiving, no laughing, no hugging, no crying. It's just clicking, 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 <laughs> which is not, not good TV. So, you know, part of, part of me is reluctant to embrace that for that reason. Uh, with regard to this online bidding component, then there are pros and cons, right? But I'm going to illustrate that with a little story. I went up to New York to uh, Sotheby's, arguably you know the most preeminent auction house in the world, and um, I would say certainly top two or three anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was a high, high-end sale. I mean, I watched painting sell for $20 million. I watched painting sell for $8.5 million. It was a big, big-time sale, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there attending this auction. There were 17 people in the room. Mm-hmm. There were 30 people on computers. It was, I mean, I almost fell asleep, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it just doesn't make for compelling auction-going experience. I mean, I'm all about, I mean, Gower 63, the whole notion of auction thing, you know, came from the fact that it's an event. It's fun. It's full of energy. There was there was so little energy in that room. Itself. I mean, now, granted, of course, they did $200 million that day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can I can smile an awful lot doing a $200 million sale. <laughs> the thing, I'll never be that. I don't want to be that. We just... We just we're basically having fun selling stuff and, you know, having a party and make for good TV. And nothing would make for slower TV than a bunch of clicking and, and pointing and clicking <laughs> and mouth moving and all that stuff. I, I don't even like computers, you know. I really don't. I'm just not really into it. Well, i got to tell you a, a, a quick story about that. First of all, when the Internet bidding started on uh, started with auctions, I had a friend that had been in the business forever, and he told me exactly what you're saying. He says, what you're going to see happen with this internet is less and less people are going to show up at auctions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have seen that. Now there is a, yeah. there is an auction house that kind of gets both somehow um, out here in California. It just, it's been around for so long since the 1940s. But I will tell you that I know a couple back in Maine that have an auction and they, they've been very, very stubborn about their auction. They will not take phone bids. They will not take absentee bids. And they're not on the internet. And I'll tell you what, I went to their auction last fall. <clears throat> there was at least 400 people, standing room only, and, and very, very competitive bidding. So, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So there is I mean, I, something to stay say about staying to old school. And I yeah. like the event. I've always loved the event of an auction. And I do agree. I went to another auction out here where um, I actually counted 14 people, not exaggerating, and the auction was online. It was like the auctioneer was talking to himself. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not what I'm all, that's not, certainly not what Gallery 63 is about. It, and you, you hit it right there. You said the word event. That's exactly it, man. An auction is an event. And these people, my customers, new and old, they come in because this is fun. They enjoy doing this, you know, and they'll spend some money on the way, and uh, but they'll have a good time. And that's, you know, that's why, that's what I enjoy about my job is, I mean, my job is basically having parties and selling stuff. And, they, and what a great job, you know. I mean, it's awesome. I don't want, I'm not looking to slow it down, and I'm not looking, and it, and that, and it does exactly that. I've been to Austin, you know, waiting for the, waiting for the internet bid to come in, you know, mm -hmm. and that's just, and especially, check this out, suppose people travel, suppose you travel down here from Ohio or wherever, and, uh, you know, you're, you, you put the expense in, you're staying in a hotel, you bought the gas, now granted, you're having fun, but you're competing with somebody sitting in their living room, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just not really all that fair. Yeah. You know? The internet has its, has its place, but I guess, guess what? They're not making a TV show out of eBay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it happens. Unless you want to put people to sleep, they put it right there next to the golf channel. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you going to do with it? So yeah. At the end of the day, we got to entertain and we got to teach. And um, and then we got to sell. It's, it's a three-pronged fork, you know? And uh, and I, I like I like the way we're doing it. Now, that being said, will I probably at some point do some degree of online bidding? Yeah, probably. But in the meantime, I'm really in no great hurry. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there are people that have pieces online that accept bids for them that are not live. So someone has to put an absentee bid online, and then during the auction, it comes up as the highest absentee bid. We can talk about that later if you want. Right, but. right. So, yeah. I mean, that's like one bid would come out of the online, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I could, I could see, you know, doing some sort of hybrid, some, some way of incorporating it into the live bid. And that's the same thing as somebody leaving an absentee, which we certainly accept that, you know, during preview week. Somebody comes by, I am traveling, I can't make it to the auction, but I'll be $500 on this. And we get the credit card number and we, you know, we put it on there. The auctioneer executes it as though they were here up, up to that number. And yeah, that, that, that happens in probably every auction. You know, if we go that route, we go that route. But, you know, meantime, Frankly, Martin, I'll be honest with you, listen, I have time. I mean, I really don't have because I know it's going to take some thought and some effort and, you know, mm -hmm. some work with all to get, get it done and transition to that. And uh, I don't have the time nor the inclination. So <laughs> I, don't see it, I don't see it being even close to even a back burner issue. You know, sooner or later, probably. But right now, I'm just going to ride it the way it is and, and have a good time and, and uh, make some TV shows and sell some goods, you know? Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Right? That's right. There you go. I love that. That's, uh, <laughs> my grandmother used to say that. Yeah, exactly. Now, I can, we can all tweak and we can all, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to make the auction experience a little better, you know? Pick up a couple percentage points here. Like I picked up, I had an extra, uh, an extra ring man last time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you probably are aware, you know, from your background, a good ring man can, can get you 10% over the course of the day, you know, and that's nothing that's needed that, you know. All you've got to do is you know, pick up a few more bids here and there, you know, every that's 10 right. minutes, you know, make somebody, anybody, any of those people that are on the fence, and maybe they bid one more time. Boy, you get some in their face, you know, jumping around, screaming and whistling, and, you know, mm -hmm. their body. And, you know, a good ring man will definitely pick you up 10%. And, and I just did that the other day. Sure enough, that helped. So that was good, too. Yeah, yeah. And, you, I mean, you think about that, it, it, you know, 10%, that's just sort of a low-ball baseline. I figure, you know, if you can get one more bid out of 10, you know, that, that's doing something. But over the course of the day, and say, say you have, I mean, just for the easy round number, say you have a $100,000 sale. Well, you know, 110 is, is a considerably better than, than 100. I mean, that's just a, a 10%. Is, is, we start getting up over in the, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. 10% is a strong number, and that's a baseline. Maybe maybe bumps it up 20%, you know, and then you really start talking serious money to your bottom line, you know, and it becomes really worth it to have these guys around. 
there's always ways to improve. And I, I, you know, I'm the same way my whole life. Not just my business. You know, if I can, I, I do, I do, I run, I do triathlons, and and um, and and bike and all that stuff. And I'm always trying to find a little bit, you know, way to get it a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit, you know, and shave off a little bit here or there. Mm-hmm. Or build up a little bit here or there, and you know the improvement. Bottom line is great, you know. That's great. That's great. Now, um, on your show, that's that's the shows that are coming up. Is there anything that you can talk about? Right, hold that thing. Hold, am I, what, man, you wait, tell me what it is. I'm gonna do an interview. Yesterday, and uh, as you're well aware, the day after an auction, you know, we call it the aftermath, and there's like 19 people down there that need something, <laughs> and apparently I am the answer man. Sure, I totally <laughs> understand. Right? Yeah, totally understand. So thank you for your time, man. Hey, Paul, uh, thanks so much, and uh, have a great season two. And uh, uh, you know, you may be our only guest that we'll invite back a third time. So thanks awesome. so much. Thank you so much. Really? <laughs> that yeah. makes you feel good. All right. You take care of yourself, and again, good luck with season two. See you, man. Stand tight. All right. Take care. Hello again. While you are on our website, antiqueauctionforum.com, Please stop by the forum message board, click on the community tab at the top of the menu bar, and you can join in on a topic, post your own website links, and do a lot more. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's show.